This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. Hello, Satsy. Hello, Woogie. I'm really nervous about this weekend. Why? I, I, I don't know. You've got no skin. Oh, we got the Panthers, I suppose. Yeah, I I just, as a player, I always felt it was the, the most nerve-wracking game, uh, even more so than the grand final. But I don't know. It's just I think I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of the players. There's so much at stake. Is that because you, you want to make the grand final? Yeah, there's so much riding on it. And a lot of teams, to use some cliches, will play their grand final this weekend. Mm. You know what I mean? Can they get back up? Yeah. And of course they won't. One team won't Mm. get back up. I don't know. There's many people that are predicting that there could be an upset out of the two games. No, there won't be. Yeah. um, Panthers and Broncos, grand final, best teams all year. They, uh, yeah, yeah, I I can't see the Warriors. Uh, As much as I... I'd like to see the Warriors win. I think we all would. I don't. I don't think they'll beat the Bronx. The Bronx are too good. Bronx are cherry ripe. Yeah, cherry ripe at the moment. And so are the Panthers. I, I mean, think. I think the Broncos, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow night when we break down both the games. But I think the Broncos are sitting in a better position. What Penrith are across it, the board. I'd love to see a Penrith Broncos grand final. I think that'll be a great contest. And I've got to tell you one thing. I hear people talking about Coach of the Year, and let's do this for um, Cobram Estate, Australian oh, – sorry, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. People talk about Coach of the Year, Sats. Mm. And I I reckon Ivan Cleary has to be favourite to be Coach of the Year. The amount of players he has lost to other clubs, and it, they just keep rolling on. And yeah, they fit into right. that system. What it, we do get with Coach of the Year usually is we get – we get caught up in not coach of the year. The hype. No, we we get caught up in the most improved team of the year. And automatically we say, well, that coach. And don't get me wrong, Andrew Webster and Kevin Walters have done an amazing job. But to be able to stay on top mm. for four years. Mm-hmm. With everything to lose. And potentially play in another grand final four years in a row. When, Like you said, when you start losing players. Great players. It's hard to do. Not just players, great players. Mm. Uh, well, I, I think he – well, I'm pushing for Ivan Cleary. Um, can you get your son Jack, uh, who works at the Panthers, yeah. can you get him to rig it somehow so he wins? I don't think he'd have much to say. He actually texted me today. He said, hey, Dad, mm. our presentation night is the week after the grand final. I said, yeah. He said, it's a black tie. What does that mean? <laughs> I said, black pants, black, jer- what? black jacket, white shirt, black tie. And he said, I don't have a black tie. Can you bring one down next week? Just go and buy one, mate. They sell them at Lowe's. He's 25. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. You must be proud of him being in that system. Uh, and you've raised him well by the sounds of the- Actually, speaking of the Panthers, Liam Martin on the show soon. Val Holmes slapped with a one-match ban and $25,000 fine for alleged white powder photo. That's fair. Oh, I'm, on, I'm on a different side to you. Because I, I, I think a lot of kids look up to him. Mm. And there's no doubt about it. It was stupid. Whether it was white powder or not, we'll never know. We'll never know. But 
I, I, it, was I think, a, it was a meat tray ticket. He I, just won the meat tray I think, at the pub. I think the NRL needs to come down harder on these acts of stupidity, particularly when it's depicting the use of an illegal substance. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely idiotic what he did. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you're never going to be able to prove what it was. Uh, he's admitted that it was a stupid photo and he should never have put it up. And I'm, I'm happy with 25000 and a and one game. Well, back in 2000 and what was it, 21 or 2019 or something, just before the just before the awards for Dally M's. Was it 2020? Was it, after? it was during COVID, I think, because okay. they're all in the hotel on the Sunshine Coast and the Melbourne Storm players. Oh, photographed with that white powder Smith, on the yeah. Cam and uh, Chris Lewis, wasn't yeah, well, it? Yeah, that, well, the NRL's breach notice included, uh, included Munster was fined 30000 suspended for one match. They're very similar. Yep. Um, Smith was fined 1500 suspended for one match. 1500 or 15000 15, okay, I should yeah. say. And Lewis was fined 4000 and suspended for, for one and match. I think it, was, was a, it was around their pays. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I sort of tend to agree sometimes for some charges, not with this. Maybe sometimes it just should be a straight out fine. Well, a blanket across, you know, if you're the one that's going to put yourself in that idiotic position. I think that, I don't know. I mean, I don't know whether it would have played any part that, that Val had whatever little sachet he had in his, in his, in between his lips where, you know, the other one, it, it showed a table that actually had some sort of substance out on the table where the insinuation um, from the Melbourne guys was probably a little bit more serious and Val, I think it all falls in the same basket and probably mm. hence why they've been fined pretty much the same. All right, what do you think? Is that a fair or unfair penalty for Val Holmes? 0457 736 736 Sports Day. Oh, by the way, that was the good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. I've actually got some for you. I've got some for – I'm going to give it to you and Daddy. I'm not going to give Rat any. If I bring it in, Rat's going to steal it all. He'll take all of it. But, mate, this oil, this olive oil is the best. It's all different flavours. I know. There's, I've got a lemon, little lemon bottle mm. as well. So I'll bring that in for you next week. How's that sound? I'm the keeper of the oil. For some reason, I ended up with 13 bottles on my desk. Nice. The Cobham yeah. Estate know that you've got all 13 bottles at the moment. Well, they do now. Yeah. Uh, Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria, get a footy update on the way next. Kia didn't just make Kia an eight-seat Pathways and 
recruiters. Absolutely. Like look at him for Absolutely. the interviewing him for, for the, the job. Interviewing for the job. First and don't foremost. Don't just look at people that don't are in the game. People yep. that are in the game that have yep. been in the game ever since they retired from rugby league. Retired from rugby league. On with you, Sats. I think we've got to look outside. I think we've got to look outside the square. I personally, I personally encourage clubs to go after physiotherapists. I think that's what we need. I think we need to increase the we need to increase the sports department in every club. Apartment yes. in every less club. Training, yep. less more training, less training, more ice More massages, more massages. Okay, because at the Bulldogs, okay, because at the Bulldogs, if massages after training, massages after training, it means you would be there till five thirty. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I want to see more yeah. elastic. I want to see more elastic work. Then tackle back. Then tackle back. You know where I'm coming from? Yeah, you know where I'm coming from? Yeah. Think yeah, outside the square. Think outside the square. My last year of my career, someone threw me one of the rubber band things. They put around my ankles. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I went, what am I doing with this? They said, what am I doing with this? They said, stretch. Stretch what? Yeah. Stretch what? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You didn't have. I used to use these as a slingshot. I used to use these as a slingshot. On the backside. Would have been Gerds, right? Hey, and don't worry about Nathan Cleary. And don't worry about Nathan Cleary. Penrith fans. He was hit by the ball on the tip of his finger. to emergency. Was on life support. Was on life support. Scans have come back. Scans have come back. Everything is in place. Everything is in place. No one's suggesting he lost his finger. No one's suggesting he lost his finger. And he's off. And he's off. He's in. Where to go after life support? Where to go after life support? He's in intensive. Care, intensive care, and he should be fine yep. for and the Friday night's blockbuster. Friday night's blockbuster. So, what happens with dislocated? What happens with dislocated fingers? If it's one of the, the, the middle the, knuckle, if it's the middle knuckle, it's, it's, it's quite easy to click. It's quite easy to click the medical staff or medical staff. But if it's the knuckle up the knuckle up closest to your finger, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. So it's dislocated. What they do is they'll take. What they do is they'll take you to the hospital. They'll give you local anaesthetic. They'll do it under local anaesthetic. They'll do it under local anaesthetic. He'll be really sore. He'll be really sore. It'll be a lot of swelling. But it'll be a lot of swelling. You tape them together. You tape them together. Yeah. Won't be a problem at all. Yeah. He's finger licking good. He's finger licking good. Like that? Fans. Oh, wow. Like that? Oprah? Yeah. What? Like Oprah? Thank you. What? Thank you. Sports day. Oh, that was our Adderall update. Oh, that was our Adderall update. Thanks to our uh, mates. Might attend uh, trade. Might attend trade. Uh, when we come back, speaking uh, of the Panthers, we come back, speaking Liam, of the Panthers, Liam Martin joins us next. One more to survive for the visitors. They won't do it. It's Martin off a Cleary pass. Penrith get a second. You just got to watch Nathan Cleary. Yeah, we see a fair bit of that, don't we, oh, with absolutely. the Penrith Panthers. He's played nine origins, five tests for his country, this man. I've got to say, he's one of my favourite back mm. rolls in the competition. Played in three grand finals now. Big Rab- time, huh? Yeah, and he's from Rabbitborough tomorrow, one of our favourite listeners. He'd, he'd love having this man on. Oh, and that man is Liam Martin from the Penrith Panthers. How are you, Marto? Yeah, good, thanks. Now, first and foremost, we, before we talk about this week's game, the week off last weekend, did you get home to tomorrow or not? No, I didn't get a chance. Um, you know, we had a couple of days off there, but yeah, I thought it best just stay here and stay like hang low. <laughs> what do you do when you go home to tomorrow? Do you have, like do you have pig shooting or anything you do that oh, you used to every, do as a kid? Every now and then, not really pig shooting, but I might go out with mates um, out on their farms and a um, couple of shooting. But um, usually, just hang around in town um, with mates, go see family, um, go watch the footy. That's about it. What did you used to do when you used to get your license in those country towns? You used to just drive up and down the main street in your car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of mainies. Town, mainies. <laughs> mainies, <laughs> mainies, that was it. <laughs> hey, what was it like, what was it like growing up in Tamora, uh, playing junior footy for the Tamora, was it Tamora Tigers? Is that it? Dragons. Dragons, yeah. oh, that's it. That's the first time oh, you've got, got one wrong all year. Did you have to travel long distances each weekend? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, fair bit. I think the furthest was maybe between Tumbarumber and um, Aubrey. I think they were about two and a half, three hours. So, yep. yeah, there was a lot of travelling. 
Yeah, nice. Well, mate, you, you sort of forget, hey, what, what family does for you back in those days when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. It makes you grateful when you grow up yeah, and you realise and you're doing it for your kids. Mate, I wanted to ask yeah. you about a couple of your, your teammates, but one, one in particular, but your back rowers. I mean, obviously, you're the, you're the senior back rower out there now with, the, you know, the resume that you've sort of racked up over the last few years. But but Zach Hosking, for instance, like he, he, he sort of came in, you were injured early in the season. He came in, He's a, he was a... A 26-year-old rookie, basically. He'd played four games for Brisbane prior to getting down there as a 26-year-old. But, geez, he jumped out of the blocks, had a fantastic start to the season. What, is it? Is it the system down there? Is, is Penrith becoming more like a Melbourne where players are rocking up and they're just fitting into a system? Or is it just that, you know, everybody's happy out there and they're playing better football? What What's making the players play to the level that they're playing at out at Penrith? Yeah, I'm not too sure. It's probably a bit of both, like... Um... You know, the environment that we've sort of created together, um, you know, we're all just great mates. So um, every day we come in, um, we enjoy each other's company and, you know, a system that they've developed the last few years, it's just incredible. Like right through from the under 18s, right through to first grade, um, you know, as soon as someone comes up, um, you know, they just impress you with how mature they are and um, how much they want to work. So um, it's pretty incredible. Every club trains hard, but there's only certain clubs that train smart. And I've seen the way the Penrith train. They train very smart. Now, training schedule week off. Does Ivan and head of performance, Shane Elford, Spud Elford, do they lighten the load in that week off, Marta, or do they they basically flog you? Um, I, I think it sort of depends on, like, um, you know, where, where they think we're at. Um, you know, if they think we need a bit of conditioning. Like earlier in the year, I think round two, I think we had the buy, so we ended up... You know, we were still fresh, so we ended up doing pretty much a full week of training. Um, but then, yeah, like if you've got a few bumps and bruises and whatnot, they, they'll certainly give you some rest and a few days off. So, um, you know, they've got the players' best interest um, in in the back of the mind, and um, I think they do it really well. Yeah, mate, I wanted to uh, ask you about, you know, the week off and, and whether you're – I was a player that didn't – like having time off. I, I like to play in 20, played in three grand finals now. In, in 2020, you had you had uh, the week off. But in 2021, you got beaten by the Rabbits and you had to sort of go down the, walk the tightrope, basically. Do, do, do you like having the week off? Do you think it's helped? I mean, obviously with Jerome Luai coming back this week, it's helped, uh, have, have, giving him some time off. But as a player, do you think personally, does it help you or would you rather keep playing? Um, oh, well, I don't really mind, to be honest, but... Um... Yeah, it just depends on how the body's feeling. Like, to be honest, this year, like, I sort of missed a fair bit of footy, so um, the body was feeling all right. Uh, so I would have been more than happy to keep playing, but, um, you know, the week off certainly is good. Players, like you said, Jerome, um, Tago, like, so, um, yeah, I can't complain with it either way. Yeah. Now, mate, um, Nathan Cleary, um, broken fingernail this week, rushed to hospital. Uh, is he going to be all right? If it happened to you, would have you had to go to hospital? Would they would they have rushed you off like they did with Nathan? No, nah, no, nah, definitely not. Um, <laughs> the print he gets a he gets a good treatment. He yeah. just would have been in the back room somewhere. Is he all right? What what what, what happened? What what did he do? Nah, just like a finger injury. He he was fine. Um, yeah, he, he should be right. Yeah, that's embarrassing that he got taken <laughs> to hospital. He should be embarrassed with himself. Man, I cut one off <laughs> yeah, to keep playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now, in the dressing sheds, I mean, everyone gets nervous. Nerves are good, Marta, I think you'd agree. And you played some pretty big games now with origin test matches and, and grand finals and grand final qualifiers. 
is what's what teammate when you're sitting and looking around the dressing shed? What teammate gets the most nervous? The one that's always pacing the dressing sheds and can't stay, stay still. Oh, nerves. Um, I don't know. I, I think everyone's sort of pretty relaxed at Penrith. Um, yeah, I, I haven't really noticed anyone that's too bad. I mean, some of the, when you see some of the rookies sort of coming up, making their debuts, you can sort of get the get the sense from them that they're a bit, you know, nervous. But um, you just try and sort of, oh, oh well, I try and joke, joke around with them and sort of just make them feel a bit easy. But um, yeah, I don't think there's anyone that's overly nervous out in Penrith. Mm. Now, mate, you played the Melbourne Storm twice this year. Um, you know, pretty two pretty comfortable victories in round 18 and 23. Obviously, you're not going into this game thinking it's going to be a comfortable victory. Have you spoken about those two games and what you did well to win those games going into this week's uh, preliminary final? Uh, yeah, like um, we sort of went back and sort of reviewed them, but uh, we sort of just said, like, it's a whole new comp with the finals. Like, it's a different sort of intensity so um we know melbourne would be bringing their best game and um you know i think down down when we played down in melbourne it was certainly like a tough contest um um you know like it doesn't reflect on the scoreboard probably but um you know it was definitely a tough game so we know that um they're going to be bringing their best and you know we'll have to bring ours every time we interview one of your teammates liam and we always ask that question, like, who's the one teammate that always gets under the skin of the, you know, training? And that? You're always the one that's nominated as the biggest pest. Why is that? Are you just or is easy, it true? Is are you it just true? an easy target? <laughs> What's that? Are you just an easy target when they say, oh, the biggest pest? Yeah, or do you, yeah, do you liberally just try and get target. under the skin of everyone? No, I, I think I'm, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just can't sit still. So um, they usually say they can see me just sitting there thinking of something to do to someone. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably take that title. Now, a former teammate of mine who's now on the staff at Panthers, I said, oh, we're talking to Liam tonight. And he goes, oh, yeah. Ask him about how most nights he doesn't shower. He goes and washes himself in the Nepean River <laughs> after training. Is it true or false? <laughs> no, absolutely false. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where, where this has come from, but no, I'm... I'm Clean as a whistle. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, I, mate, I love watching you play, but you know the Melbourne Storm are going to be coming hard at you. What, what have you got to do this week uh, to nullify their attack? Who are the, who are their key players you got to go after, and who are you got to slow down? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's like right across their park. They've got um, you know a strong forward pack, um, plenty of firepower there that we've got to sort of match with our own, and um, you know they've got quality players in the spine that can create anything. So. I think right across the park, um, you know, we're going to have to be um, everyone at their best. Reckon you'll be able to snap Big Nelson when he comes on and onto the edge and he's running <laughs> straight at you. You got it. You got him covered. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's a big boy, so I'll try my best, but probably now, come off second best. There's a good young player that's coming through. And his name's Liam Henry, right? Yep. And they call what well, they call him Horse, don't they, Liam? Yeah, big horse. Big horse, and. And you also you got Spencer Lino. Mm. So if if they had to go head to head, okay, last man standing in an octagon, no rules because they're both as mad as each other. Who comes out? Who walks out? Oh, probably on horse. Horse is he just he's mad. He's <laughs> um, he just goes like he's either standing still or he's going a hundred miles an hour. Like, like in the wrestle room, you sort of like see him and see him coming. And you're trying to avoid him because he just goes just. <laughs> Like balls of the wall, 
goes hard. So yeah, probably fourth. Mate, if you're if you're avoiding him, I, I, that, that that's telling me something. <laughs> Is it true that like even after losses, uh, Liam, like he'll go and get on the bike and ride like. 10, 15K or whatever it is because he's filthy after a game if, yeah, he's, he, if he's lost or dropped a ball? Yeah, you will, um, I think the boys said um, they had, forget what game it was, but I think they had a couple of beers. And anyway, the next day, they seen him in the hotel gym running on the treadmill and they go, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I had five beers last night so I ran 5K. So. <laughs> ran them off. Uh, Not a bad mentality. Yeah, it's a good mentality to have. Good mentality. No, yeah, great mentality. Yeah, yeah. Well, big game for you on Friday night this week against the Melbourne Storm to go into your fourth grand final, Liam Martin. Um, you've had a, a great season since coming back from injury, and I'm, no doubt you'll be in the thick of it on Friday night. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks, guys. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler in the chair with Jason Matthews tonight. Uh, there's a desire from the NRL club, Sats, to reduce the Origin series from its current six-week format to lessen the impact. Um, oh, is it is it actually more than six weeks? Well, I know it's it's both with the first game to the last game. It's about it's about six or seven weeks. It's about six weeks. So you usually got two weeks in between game. Yeah, but there's one, also two, the lead three. up to game one. Yeah, exactly. It's about eight weeks. Yeah, it's it's about well, it's ten day camps, and this is which what, you don't need. Well, the NRL clubs and and Benny Eichen actually has been very strong about this. He's the boss of the, the Queensland Rugby League. Um, firstly, they want to try and make it into a three week. So they play like a Wednesday, a Wednesday, and a Wednesday. Just get it over and done with. Three weeks in a row. Yeah, love it. And let's not have ten day camps. Let's have seven day camps. Well, and if you're doing game after game, you'd have you will, to do you that. You stay. You stay. You're gone. You're gone for four weeks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, some players back up, of course. If you play immediately that weekend. But hang on. So if you're saying they play every Wednesday, so you play Wednesday the tenth, mm-hmm. Wednesday the seventeenth, and Wednesday the twenty fourth. Well, the other option is play Wednesday the tenth, and then play two Sundays away. Oh, you just said Wednesday, Wednesday, no, Wednesday. No, no, right, there's, okay. there's all these different options. Right. Play Wednesday, yep. play the Sunday, which is 10 Sunday days away, week, yep. and then play the Wednesday 10 days away. Okay? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, so they're throwing up all these these options. And like you said, the NRL clubs, they want to try and reduce the origin series. However, they can get it in, get it over. Now, the players don't want it over and done with because it's the, it's the pinnacle of the game. And Channel 9 wouldn't. No, exactly. They want to keep the build-up going. Yeah, so they want the 10-day origin camps reduced to week-long. Um, I've only played one origin, so I can't comment. But people who have played multiple are probably the best. And Benny Eichen is one of those players. He's played nearly 20 origin matches for Queensland. So I think he's the right person to comment on this. I feel as though that I keep chopping and changing with origin. I'm not quite sure, but we keep to, we keep trying to pull origin apart and put it back together again when it mm. doesn't need it. It but doesn't we need putting back together. But we might get to a point, Sats. And, and there's no desire, by the way, from Channel 9 to have mm. Sunday Night Origin. No, it doesn't make They've sense They've tried it. Them. The ratings yeah. aren't good enough. Mm. They're, they're, you'll get to a point, though, where clubs won't let players play Origin. No, that won't happen. You will. You'll mm. see it. Yeah. No, you'll see happen. it. Hey, Sats, I'm going to offer you a million dollars a year, but you can't play Origin. Yeah. Depends what age, what part of your career you're at. But mm. these blokes play longer, older now, so... 
let's say you're 30 years of age and you get offered a three-year contract, a million dollars a season. One proviso is you don't play representative football or you can outside the season. So you might play the Pacifica Test Series, mm. right? But outside that, oh, sorry, we can't risk you playing Origin. So if I'm on 800, I'm going to get offered a million. I'm going to make nearly 100 through Origin. I'm willing to drop that 100 to play Origin. If yeah, I'm earning pro- that sort of money. But what about keeping the body going and... Yeah, I... Where's the loyalty then? Is it from the players? Is it with Origin or is it with clubs? Well, when it comes to Origin, it's an individual motivation because it's what you grew up watching play. You want to either want to play for Australia or your state. So uh, players, if if you said to a player, um, you can play one Origin or miss two matches for your club, they take the Origin every day of the week. Mm, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Mm. We'll, we'll incentivise you, offer you another 100 grand a season not to play Origin. Mm. You'd have to th- you'd have to think about it. Well, you'd think about it, and, you'd, it and you might last longer. Well, it depends what age, what st- stage of your career, you're at, and whether you've played Origin already, and whether you've got fifteen or twenty under your belt, and you don't well, really yep. want to play it anymore. But if you're if you're talking to a young player like a that's always on the fringe and has only started playing Origin, mm. I, I I don't think they'd take it. All right, sports mm. update on the way next. Thanks to Red Energy, right here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. It's happening already. Time for a sports update. Thanks to Red Energy. Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. What's happening? We are eight, nine games into the Eddie Jones uh, leadership at the Wallabies. Mm Mm-hmm. And Harry Jones is a journo writing for the Raw, a great website, great independent sp- website, yeah, yeah great, great website. sporting website, has declared that if the Wallabies don't beat Wales, Eddie Jones should be sacked. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I think that he's been handed a a pretty bad situation. Uh, he is like a he's a, a guy that has been brought up to clean up a crisis. Now, if Dave Rennie, the argument is, does, should they have kept Dave Rennie through the World Cup and just get Eddie That's involved what the somewhere? Wanted, yeah. um, but he's been handed a, a pretty bad sandwich here, and, and it's not. And by the way, that's not Dave Rennie's fault either. You know, Dave Rennie's inherited. I mean, there's yeah, you you're t- right. This this has been. You, know, you th- talked about Rogers. There's been issues in rugby for twenty years. Yeah, well, you know, See, it's, it's actually interesting. After Rat retired. He said there was issues in rugby after mm. that. Yeah. What's he saying about himself? Well, he's saying it was fine when I was there. Yeah. But, look, we made the World Cup final in 2015. We have gone downhill ever since. Yeah, we have. And, and that's, got nothing, that's got nothing to do with Eddie Jones, but it's got everything to do with the establishment and their inability to, one, retain really good teenagers that are going through the schooling system. How do they retain them, coach them at an elite level and keep them engaged in the game? How does a super rugby competition, um, and Rad has touched on this, that we don't have these watered down sides rather than having as many sides as possible in Australia and, and spread the talent, being able to, to pool that talent at you know, three or four clubs and, and have a good competition. But the, the establishment has, had, hasn't had the ability or has failed to have the ability to, to look at what is the, you know, the, the core strength of any club is your, is your juniors. Your players that are 16 through to 23, a large group of those players have to be at the top of their game and you continue just to 
to develop them through the systems. And but can I be honest? They failed that. that. What they've tried to do is they've tried to look after the top end, which is players that are 28 yeah. to 33. Yeah. And that's never going to... Eddie's not going to fix that. No, but... but and I know you can't say it as a coach, but you can't say, listen, we're going to do our best at this World Cup, but really we're, what we're focusing on is the next World okay. Cup and the Bledisloe's in three years. But if you say that publicly, so, he'd be torn down by well, the Australian I understand public. that. So, so how, how are we going to be any different in four years' time? Like, we've got too many teams in Super Rugby. I personally myself don't think Eddie Jones should be the coach. I think Eddie Jones should be higher up yep. in Rugby Australia. He should be restructuring rugby. Absolutely. Yeah, good call. Yeah. We have too many super – like, we've got the weakest competition in the world. Well, that's what I'm saying. We've got a watered-down yeah. competition because there's too many teams and, I, and we spread the talent. And I think it's affecting the All Blacks, like New Zealand rugby as well. They're, they're on the slide. And guess what? They play us more than anyone else, mm. uh, even our regional teams. And, and I was talking about yesterday off the air, and a really good point he made was, look at Fiji. He said 14 of their starters play rugby in France yeah. week in, week out – Four of them play for Drua. Yep, that's why they're improving. Yep, and we've you know we've you know, I, I can see why you want to keep your talent in the country and you come in with rules like the Guido rule and those sort of things that forces you to stay in the country and play and that's great because but that's changed now, isn't it? Yeah, it has changed yeah. now. But originally, bringing in it didn't, it didn't allow Australians to go and play in those better comps, but. Because it does. It weakens our Super Rugby comp. And I get it. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. But having the Rebels and the Force weakens our competition. Yeah, exactly. And one other thing, it's out of mind, out of sight. Mm. Where do you watch it? Name five starting Wallabies. I mean, from apart from Tate McDermott and Corum Betty, I, I can't give you any others. Mm. And we've got Michael Hooper who's sitting in Australia. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't disagree, I don't disagree with that decision. Yeah, but it, it, well, it's proving now that one thing they don't have is players that are battle-hardened. What? Expi- There's a squad of 35 sitting over there. No, battle-hardened in the sense of the games that they've played in their careers against really good opposition. And like or dislike Michael Hooper and his selection, he has ticked all those boxes. So, right. Well, get, situ- him on a, get him on a private jet mm. with pick up Quaid along the way. And here we go. James right. O'Connor. Jack, get them all. <laughs> Michael O'Connor. Rightio, that's our sports update for Red Energy. Trust Red Energy's Aussie team to look after you. Call them today for 100% Australian electricity and gas. You know my wife reckoned I used to look like, before he lost weight, she said, I look like the fat Matt Dunning. Oh, wow. She said, if you put on a, like a, went back in the day, she goes, look, there you are. Back, you know, when we used to watch rugby? Yeah. She goes, there you are. You look like you've just ridden your bicycle to work. Because oh, wow. he used to wear the hat. He yeah. used to wear the uh, the headgear. Wow. She says, you don't look like him now. He's skinny. Mm. I'm like, thanks. That's hurtful. That's, uh, uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Cricket update on the way next. Is, is that horrible to him or me? Yeah, it's a good point, actually. She thought he was better looking fat. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't changed. <laughs> this is a sports day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews. Uh, we're about to go, so it's got to get out of here. Um, hey, you put me onto a good podcast. I'm lo- yes. It's good, isn't it? You've really seen good. the docos on um, on Netflix. Uh, what's it called? Painkiller. Painkiller. It's about the opioid epidemic with OxyContin. Best. Contin. One of the best shows I've seen. Well, yep. this this podcast is the same. It's about a guy who gets addicted to OxyContin, works at Boeing for 22 years. Yep. 
Rob's 30, as an engineer. Yeah, Rob's thirty banks in one year to feed his habit. But you know the sad thing about this? Yeah, I, I kind of feel like he's a bit of a hero. His personality, because it's got his ex-wife and ex-girlfriend as part of his podcast listeners, and they can't speak highly enough of him. Yeah, he's got his problems, and yeah, we had to turn our back on him, but. He must be such a lot. Li- he's such a likable guy. He was doing illegal drugs with his son. Yeah, and and his son went to prison. And what about the trauma that he creates for the the bank tellers? Yeah, as well. But it's yeah, it's, listeners. It's called Hooked. It's a really really good podcast. Very good indeed. We've got to go. I tell you what, I'm hooked. What? I'm hooked to this week's sport. I cannot wait. Yep. Of course, the the Broncos Warriors yep. seven fifty Lions and Carlton. Well, it's the biggest day in Queensland sport. It's massive. There've been bigger weekends. But this has got to be the biggest day. If the Lions, the Lions will get through. The Lions will get through. Hope so. What a great, what a great narrative, but with Michael Voss and training his team at Michael Voss Oval out at Springfield. Yeah, outstanding. Hey, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, Dane Zorko will be on the show tomorrow night. He actually talks um, highly of Vossi because Vossi gave uh, Zorks his first crack. Okay, when he was Lions. coaching at the Lions. Okay, yeah, so. Uh, you know, Gold Coast kid got a yep. crack. So yeah. So twenty year anniversary this year for their last premiership too, isn't yeah. it? And Vossi didn't go to that celebration. Oh really? No, we had something else on. Mm. Actually, they did. They had some players' awards in Melbourne. <laughs> He's going. Oh, I've got to go to that. So yeah, that's no, going to be a massive, uh, massive Saturday in Br- every pub around the Gabba and Caxton Street will be absolutely chock a block. You know, uh, you can't get accommodation for within twenty kilometres of Brisbane. Everything is booked out. I got a room. Have you? Right next to the Story Bridge. Oh, have you? Have you got another house there? How many houses you got? No, a mate of mine's just moved into a unit. He's oh, got a spare he? room. Oh, now I've got somewhere how to stay you? when I'm in Brizzy. How much are you going to offer me? Mate, I reckon you'll get a grand for a night. Really? Is he Is he doing like a, a light continental breakfast? <laughs> Do you get a mint? Is there a turn down service? Falls down your, yep. What a about? P- a pillow menu? <laughs> <laughs> what about, what about when Tatey charged you guys? For State of Origin. Charles Mark Bro- Braybrook. Mark Braybrook. And he slept in a bed downstairs while redevelopment was being put Wasn't to even made. Well, it was actually a work site. Yeah. Yeah. And then sent a bill to SEN <laughs> for three fifty. I think he charged Yeah, it was, month. yeah. Incredible. And no breakfast supplied at all. He's in tight. fact, there wasn't even sheets. No. no. It was a Hessian bag. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got to go. Uh, this has been Sports Day. Back tomorrow See night you. for a Thursday. Goodbye.